You're listening to the Pimp Cron Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to episode 74 of the Pimp Cron Warhammer Podcast. They said we couldn't make it this far, but guess what? We here. So tonight, we are discussing Real Talk with Mick Storman and I, and we are discussing the Hobby Slump and things that you can do to resolve your Hobby Slump and actually finish some of these projects that you have piling up. It's crazy, people. I've seen your bedrooms. It's nuts. And uh, we also have a Want That or Want That Not with myself, and it is St. Catherine, the Lady in the Coffin, blah, 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 Sisters of Battle, I forget what it's called. So that lady, where I'm discussing that. And we also have another segment with Mick Storman and I, and what is it? Oh, he's bitching and complaining about people on Facebook yet again. It's something new, a new trend in obnoxious hobbyist posts on Facebook, and this is something I had not ran across, but apparently it is plaguing him in his newsfeed. So that's what we're discussing. So what have I been up to? I forgot to mention last week that I was playing my Necrons against my friend Matt, and the unthinkable happened. I completely forgot to mention this. I overwatched his assault squad. He had like, I don't know, seven or eight people left in his assault squad, and he assaulted my nine or ten immortals with Tesla carbines. And I got so many uh, overwatches, so many sixes. And they, you know, of course, Tesla'd into, like, I think I got, like, eight sixes or something like that. And that turned into, like, 24 hits. And then I wounded a lot. And I ended up killing almost an entire assault squad in one overwatch volley. And he didn't get in. Now, I mean, I did kill the squad, but it wasn't quite full strength. I think it was seven or eight people. But these are Marines we're talking about. And that was completely nuts. Really, really enjoyed that. So I did did definitely want to mention that to you. And today, uh, Just James and I played a game. We didn't even think to record. He should have been on the show. But uh, Just James and I played a game of my Soul Blade Army, which is... Believe it or not, not a single Blood Knight. I don't even own that unit. All of mine are Vargeists, Felbats, Bat Swarms, uh, the uh, Blood Coven Throne, or whatever it's called, and a Vampire Lord with wings. And uh, that is my army. And that was uh, that was a pretty cool game. We played against the Skaven, and I was beating him. I was beating him literally all game. At one point, it was like, I don't know, 12 to 4 or something. But man, those those warp lightning cannons are no joke. Like his he had two of them and he completely deleted a unit of felbats in one turn and then he com- completely deleted a units of uh vargeists in one turn. It was six vargeists and I mean maybe there was one missing or something. They were wounded, but good god. Like that thing it just does mortal wounds when you overclock it and that is it's beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. Uh, but at the very last turn, we were like one point away from each other, but at the very last turn, I had like three models left on the board, and he had maybe 15 or so, and uh, it's that old thing where, you know, at the end of the game, you score points extra, and unfortunately, he had all the objectives, because in Age of Sigmar, you just walk away from the objectives, and you still hold them, which is weird to me, but that's fine. So, uh, so I was, man, I thought I had it in the bag and as the game kept progressing, I'm like, Ooh, this is, this is getting a little rough. And sure enough, he ended up beating me. Uh, so I had something else that was very exciting that I wanted to discuss with all of you. And I am redoing my Necrons and, uh, my dynasty of Necrons, the Pimpcron dynasty of Necrons is getting completely revamped. So they were my first army, and arguably they have the worst paint job out of all of my armies, and over the years I changed paint schemes, and so they're a little hodgepodge, they're a little different in the way that I painted, and the color scheme that I painted, they're all kind of hodgepodge. I never got around to basing them like I have other armies, because back then I didn't think basing was interesting or worth it, so I just didn't do it, and uh... So this was kind of, I mean, being that it was my first army and I am the Pimpcron and this is kind of my namesake, it was embarrassing for my entire main army, the one that I will probably never sell 
to look like garbage. So I've decided, you know what? Uh, instead of starting a, yet another new army, because God knows I don't need a new army, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start selling models I don't use, and I am going to completely make a unique Necron army that looks cool and is different. And that is uh, my new idea. So what I've done is I'm going to be selling... I own 40 warriors and I own 20 immortals. That's all I own out of these 10 years. And uh, uh, 20 Tesla immortals and uh, 40 uh, regular warriors, which of course is no other type. So I don't know why I said regular, but you get the point. And I have decided that I am going to buy four boxes of the Necromunda gang. And I don't know how to pronounce it. It's either Delac or Delacue. I don't know which one. I guess it's the lack. And uh, these are the guys that are all bald, and they're very skinny and scrawny, kind of hunched over, and they're kind of creepy looking. And I am making those my new Necron warriors. I've bought bits for the Goss Flares. I've bought bits for the heads. And these guys are my new Necron warriors because the lore behind my dynasty, in a nutshell, is that we were hedonistic, sadomasochistic, um, terrible people. We were into Slanesh before Slanesh was cool and before Slanesh was born. And uh, my particular dynasty was uh, pretty terrible people. Think of Dark Eldar, essentially. You know, torturers and slavers and all that. And I've decided that I want to double down on that and not have a regular Necron army. So I have went to uh, War Games Exclusive, I think it was, and they have some pretty reasonably... Uh, priced resin bodies covered in tattered robes for immortals. And um, they are different enough, obviously, to not get copyright infringement, but they are essentially immortals. And they fit the guns and all that, so I bought 20 new immortal bodies with these tattered cloaks. And I then went to uh, the local store and bought 40 Delac models for my warriors, and the Gauls guns, the Gauls flares on these guys are going to be the, um, they're going to actually have a stock. So essentially I'm going to cut the Delac guns in half and then the end tip will be the, you know, green rod and the axe blade and all that from the uh, Gauls flare. So you know exactly what it is when you're looking at it. But these guys are really skinny and thin and weird and they've got these smocks and I feel like my army is not going to be the regular army for the warriors and the immortals and all the plebs. This is going to be the Pharaoh's army or the overlord Pemkron's army. And this is his personal guard. So these 40 warriors are going to um, retain some of their personality and they're going to, you know, take prisoners and stuff. Like they don't have the, they don't know what to do with them anymore, but it's still in their programming to be like, oh, we want to take, you know, slaves and, and, and capture prisoners and things and torture them, even though we can't, you know, we don't have any jimmies to, to rustle anymore, but, uh, anyway, so I'm very excited about that, and, uh, they're gonna look really, really neat, and I'm even looking at some third-party, uh, I forget this other company what they're called, but there's some third-party destroyers that look pretty sweet, and I'm debating on that, but the problem is I own so many destroyers, and they're kind of expensive, I own like 15 destroyers and I'm thinking, uh, I don't know if I really want to sell all those and buy new, but the other ones are essentially, if you ever seen the Arkanthrites, the, uh, Necron wraiths that are forge world that fly, they kind of look like bees. They're much thinner than a regular wraith. These destroyers look like that and they are pretty sweet. Uh, they've actually got legs and like a, a hooked tail underneath of them, kind of like a, a reverse scorpion. It's pretty sweet looking. But anyway, at the end of this, my army is going to look pretty cool, I think. So I'm very, very excited about that. I think I'm going to probably end up buying some really thin chain, like really, really micro chain and have, you know, these guys kind of Dark Eldar them out because my Dark Eldar army is actually vampires narratively. So they're not even Dark Eldar. So they don't I didn't do a whole lot of the chains and hooks nonsense with them because they're supposed to be vampires, not Dark Eldar. So I guess I'll make my Necrons Dark Eldar and my Dark Eldar vampires and my vampires space marines. Why not? Why, let's just do that. Anyway, very, very excited about this. Um, and that's, uh, that's it. Let's get the show on the road. Want that or want that not? Hey, everybody. Today is time to review the Triumph of St. Catherine 
and the uh, uh, Want That or Want That Not. And I gotta tell you, right off the bat, this is a beautiful model. Um, I really think they knocked it out of the park. It is something that I thought that they had to do for a while. You know, a lot of times when you look at a model line or a game or something like that, you have to go, well, where can they go from here? Because essentially all the bases are a single model. It's very rare that you get two people on a base, you know, that sort of thing. It's like a, either a tank or a monster or a person or whatever per base. But we've already seen this with Heroclix, where Heroclix is also essentially the same thing, where there's one model per base, yada yada. But they started doing years ago, they started doing like the, um, I don't know exactly what they're called, the duo clicks or whatever, where it's two people on one base, like let's say Colossus and Wolverine on one base, or Superman and Batman on one base. And they started doing amalgamations of people on the same base. So... The, this seems like a natural progression for Games Workshop to do because we just saw this with the uh, the dude, what's his name, for Bone Reapers. The main dude, the big guy with the samurai bodyguard and the guy on the left and the guy on the right and the bunch of guys and the guy holding the scroll and the guy behind him like feeding him grapes or something, whatever his name is. Um, we've already seen that. That was the first of, well, technically the second model in this new style of making entire units on one base. And uh, and really, if you want to get dig, dig deep into it, the Slanesh character with the monster with the woman on his shoulders is technically the first model of the new sets that uh, had two people on one base. You could also talk about uh, the end times... I don't know if it's Glotkin or it's that same kit for Glotkin, but it's a big greater demon of Nurgle and it's got like a guy on his back or two guys on his back or whatever. Um, but it's very, very rare that we get multiple models on one base. And I really, really like this St. Catherine base. Um, obviously, this is going to be a want that for me. I'm showing my hand right now, but it's just so cool. It is a real, it's a natural progression for this game to start having bigger bases with essentially units on them and it may be just a matter of time before we actually get entire units on a base kind of like kings of war um you know that degrade over time and whatnot so this uh triumph of saint catherine is apparently a lady and her name is catherine and that's all i know about her because i don't play sisters of battle because i don't but what is pretty cool about it is that there's like, I don't know, eight people or so on there, and it's all very solemn, and they're carrying her casket. Her casket's on this uh, hover device, and there's all these fat baby cherubs, cyborgs, flying around with banners, and the um, the Florida lease for um, Sisters of Battle. There's a woman that's got like a rose-covered pizza that she's carrying, and uh, it's just... Very, very cool. They're walking down, you know, destroyed steps. And it's just, I just can't stress how awesome this model is because it is really, really fresh, really, really neat. It's an entire unit, just like Keratos, Carrot Cake. I don't know what his name is. I forget what his name is. Kratos? No, that's not Kratos. Something. Um, if Just James were here, he would be able to tell me. But, uh, I like the direction this is going in, and I'm hoping we get to see more and more people, like, why not Nemazor Zandrek with uh, Obiron, Obiron, whatever his name is, on the base with him, and they're just a team. Why not do this? Um, so I, I really think it's really cool. I think this is a, a good step in the right direction, and I am not picking up Sisters of Battle at the moment, because I've got lots of other projects to do, and things to worry about, and things to pay for. But I am definitely keeping my eye on the Sisters of Battle uh, product line because they are beautiful. And uh, now, admittedly, some of the women have uh, Hulk Hogan faces, and that's just a problem, I suppose. Uh, what did I say? Oh, I, I told just James that some of the Sisters of Battle look like, straight up, look like Terry Crews with a wig. That's what they look like. Uh, they're very, very masculine. But, uh, you know, I mean, they can't all be pretty, right? Uh, so anyway, I think a catechin might have uh, slipped in there at some point, but, uh, <laughs> see, that's where Sly Marbo is. That's where he is. He's infiltrated the Sisters of Battle. If you see a Sisters of Battle that looks like John Cena, that's Sly Marbo. Um, uh, anyway, so I am definitely in love with this model. It's just awesome, and I think you should get it. I really have no idea what its benefits are, <laughs> because I don't play the 
army, but this is not want that or want that rules. This is want that or want that model, and I definitely love this model. Now, here's an idea. Hey everybody, it is Pimpcron and McStorman here. How is it going, Mr. McStorman? Doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing I, right. I could be better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, so there's always a default response. How are you doing? Oh, good. It's I'm never good. like, oh, yeah, my, my dick hurts. <laughs> yeah. It's never anything drastic. But anyway. It's true. Yeah. Um, I lost my leg in Nam. Mm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I just don't know what to Just say recently. I don't care. <laughs> I was on vacation in Vietnam. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, you wanted to come on here and gripe about something, something that really grinds your gears. Yes, the new thing I see online now is people taking um, pictures of their workstation, their hobby station, of their what they got on their table, their paints. They talk about, they're just showing these pictures and it's just ridiculous. It's almost like a humble brag, I think. So they're taking pictures of their workstation as in the place that they paint. Yes, what do you mean their workstation? Just the area where they work, where they paint their miniatures. The the area, their their dojo, their the place of creation. So they, so like if they have a shelf, yep, yeah, a shelf or, or a, a table, desk. and they have like all their paints displayed in a beautiful colored order and alphabetical, and they go, oh, it's just my little workstation, just something I threw together. <laughs> like bitch, please, you put that together. It took you freaking like six months to put that motherfucker together. Hashtag no filter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, but it's also bragging, like, look how much money I have in this. So I, I'm assuming that they're really, like, cool workstations? Uh, some of them are really nice, and some of them are just a regular workstation. And it's then again, even if it's regular looking, if you're not bragging, it's just like, why take a picture of your workstation? I don't give a shit okay. what you do with it. Like, who cares? It's like taking a picture of your freaking butthole. Like, here's my butthole. <laughs> I had I had nachos while I was eating, um, <laughs> when I was painting my miniatures, and this is what my butthole looks like after <laughs> afterwards. It is destroyed. It's a post post paint poop. Oh, picture. Well, yeah, because my next question is gonna be, who gives a shit? I I, it, I don't get it. People, I do this all the time. Talk, talking directly to you guys. Don't take pictures of your fucking workstation. I don't give a shit. Most people don't give a shit. Okay, just like take a picture of yourselves and put it in, in the picture. Why? Why okay. Do? Why okay. Do? okay, so what do people comment on this? Do they get likes and Oh, comments? yeah, they get likes. They go, oh, wow, that's so wonderful. Oh, look at that. <laughs> wow, I wish mine was that organized. <laughs> Teehee. It's a big circle jerk. Yeah, it is. Essentially. I don't get it. I don't get this. Everyone's propping each other. I don't I don't believe in like harassing people online or doing things like that. Like uh-huh. making fun of people's painting. That's, that's, that's messed up. So you don't comment on these? No, I don't comment on Because if I did, I'd lose my damn mind. <laughs> I, would, I would get banned from the freaking website or the Facebook page. Because it, it's like, oh, I so bad. Want, I'm trying to think of a way to troll, though, that they won't understand it. But also, I'm trolling them at the same time. Uh-huh. Like, take a picture of me naked holding my workstation, <laughs> something, just to, there's my workstation. <laughs> oh, man. So it's so annoying. I it's just... weird because I don't really, occasionally I'll see that on one of my pages, mm-hmm. but I feel like you and I would have the same pages we I like. I see it all the time. And I don't really see this. I do it all the time. It's like when you see uh, like a like a Volkswagen Beetle. Like, I never see a Volkswagen. And then all of a sudden you see them like every everywhere. single day. But I, my thing is, though... <clears throat> If you're listening to this and you do this, why? What do you get out of it? Like, is it just some sort of, um, you get a hard on? Do it for the likes, yo. But yeah, then again, like, why? I don't understand, like, why brag? Or why? If you, I don't know. I just don't get it. Maybe I'm just, I think differently than other people. I, I don't, well, this I don't actually reminds me, um, Brooks, or Brubru, my, my brother, uh, he told me before that people used to do computer you know, like the uh, the tower for your computer. Yeah. The tower that people would pimp out the tower to their computer, <laughs> take and I mean have like LED lights in uh-huh. it, and and undercarriage, you know, lights, and and have um of course like liquid cooled is actually a thing for high performance computers, so that's not as weird. But the liquid cool they'd put dye in it and have it like lit up, mm-hmm. so you could see all the the liquid and flowing and all that. Yeah. And people, I think there's a website for it where it's like something like Rate My Tower or something uh-huh. where people go on there and go, oh, what do you think of this? And like, why? Yeah. Like now, none of the stuff that they add to that to make it look cool, like titanium case or uh-huh. something stupid, like that doesn't affect the performance of your computer. No. So 
it's 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 like a humble brag in a way. You know, easy for me. I could go buy every paint ever existed, and I could put it on the shelf, <laughs> and I could buy a freaking a new house just to throw it in there and have like a have a twelve hundred square foot room and go look at my paint station, guys, <laughs> and I have like a half naked chick like posing in the background. It's really weird. Yeah, that does seem weird. Um, you know, I'm so split on this because on one hand, you're like, okay, well. People are happy about something, right? Mm-hmm. Well, They're proud that. about something. Let them enjoy something, mm-hmm. right? Well, I get that. But on the other hand, that is so weird. That's it's so ancillary to what painting and miniature hobby actually is. Because like your, your workstation doesn't matter anyway. It, it, it doesn't, doesn't. It doesn't matter your skill of painting. It doesn't matter your skill at a game. It doesn't matter literally anything. Mm. I mean, seriously, somebody's grandmother who's never seen a miniature war game, never painted a miniature, none of that, she could make a workstation and take a picture and go, hey, here's my workstation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, uh, I, what's next? You just take a picture of the food that you, you're you eating at the time that you're painting? Here's the, <laughs> here's the sandwich I made to paint. Ha ha. Hashtag sandwich. It's hashtag like, miniatures. It's like athletes, if they started tying their shoes in a neat pattern on their shoelaces and they're like look at this shoelace challenge or yeah. something like this is how i get ready for the sport uh, how does that that means nothing compared to how good you are at the sport or whatever i don't know like you could I, be the worst pain in the world and you yeah. have a beautiful workstation like was it supposed to like trump your bad i your i bad don't know painting or was it supposed to do like um i'm part of the um uh an office facebook page right uh-huh. for the show the office yeah. mm-hmm. and it's a big circle jerk, just like this. It's like, oh, uh, I look at my dating profile, and it's got a bunch of office references in it. And then everybody in the comments is saying, oh, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, you're whatever. I'm like, why? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it doesn't... I don't know. So, I'm so on the fence, like I said. We should allow people to enjoy things, mm-hmm. whatever stupid thing no, they I'm not like. Telling you to st- I'm not telling you to stop doing it, but fucking stop doing it. <laughs> like, I'm serious, dude. Like... You, 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 it's no. You, you should be ashamed of yourself. Don't do it. Here's my collection of brushes. Yeah, it's, that's, per, that's pretty like, much what it is. Here's all the paints I have. Okay. And I'm like, I just like, what am I? Am I supposed to clap? You know? <laughs> am I supposed to be jealous? Like, what? Probably you, supposed to be jealous. But like, it's so yeah. it's, it's so easy that anyone could go buy those paints and do the same exact thing. Like, here's my workstation, guys. That that's gals. funny because um, uh, bliggity blam, Steve. Uh, he was always very into organizing and whatnot, and mm-hmm. he has a big. You buy probably what these people are using. You mm-hmm. can buy MDF um like. Sh- like steps uh-huh. with holes in them for yeah the paints. so you could fit in there and look is so that what they're that, using yeah, they do the same thing pretty much yeah and he used to he had this whole no lie he had a curved one that fit his desk uh-huh. and it had all of his paints and all but he hardly ever paints yep it's just so for, like, just for looks what's the uh, i don't know i don't i don't get it i just don't i don't i don't understand it i just it just blows my freaking mind, and I, I wish they would stop doing it. Okay, I think ultimately what we're getting at, if you really get to the core of it, ultimately we're saying quit being a show-off and quit being an attention-seeking whore. Yeah, and right? honestly, what, what, can, what can I do to troll these people? What kind of picture can I take that would be, like, genius to, like, basically t- tell these people to stop doing it because you look fucking stupid? But just quit being an attention-seeking whore. I don't. I don't. If you're doing workouts, right? Uh-huh. Don't don't make videos of that. Nobody gives a shit about your workout. Yeah, video. there's a lot of girls that do the same thing. They put the camera down below and they're doing squats. I'm like, really? Oh. Take a picture of you of your butt. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But um, um, and it says like my workout routine today. I'm like bullshit. You only probably did five squats. Took a picture, uploaded it, and left the gym. Yeah. You need to work out. Okay. So that's so essentially we're saying quit being an attention-seeking whore. Yeah. And I'm not men, I'm not even gearing this towards women. I'm saying men can be whores too, oh, yeah. obviously. Oh, yeah. And I'm just saying people that are attention-seeking. Yeah. Uh, nothing wrong with posting your miniatures and your hobby stuff. That's but it's if like you, Okay. If you did some work yeah. and you painted a model hey, or you whatever and you're proud of it, that's one thing. I guess they could be proud of their table. Yeah, but like, it's like it has it's, like nothing. It's just like it's oh my goodness. It's, like I said, it's like if you you bring your food. Like this is the sandwich before my paint job. <laughs> this is the cup of coffee I got. Hmm. Like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't matter. It just I just I just hate it. I just, it, and, it and what kills me, everyone else they, they mimic each other. Like oh he did. I'm gonna do the same thing. Like that whole picture oh, thing oh, that you brought up a couple weeks yeah. ago. Oh, I'm gonna do it too because there's four other guys were doing it. It's oh. like you got, guys think for yourselves. Do, post something different. Don't do what everyone else is freaking doing. You're sheep. Don't be sheeple. Do your now, own thing. Now, here's something somewhat in the same vein that I do kind of like. 
Have you ever seen somebody um, post two pictures of a similar model? And this well, is like my a juxtapose, f- like before and like like the past, first time yeah. I ever painted a model fifteen yeah. years ago in my paint now. now. Yeah, that's kind of cool yeah. because it shows, it shows where their they've skill increase. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, most well, of what we do on Facebook is still for the likes. Yeah, but at least I, that's I kind of like skill. that. I just don't like the aspect when people do like, oh, I'm really bad. I'm a really bad painter. And oh the yeah, miniature is gorgeous. And that's what I have a problem with. Like, oh, look how bad I am. My first painting ever. Oh yeah, it's my very <laughs> first miniature up. painting, and it's it's like award worthy painting. Like, no, it's not your first freaking time painting this. Uh, that stuff I don't like. I don't mind showing that. I, I, I'm cool with that. It has. It also has to do with the hobby. Yeah, and it's skill. Like you've yes. actually done something. Not yeah. your workstation. Now, why don't we just take a picture of our house? This is the house, and inside is my workstation. Yeah. <laughs> this why don't you is... just post a picture of your state and uh-huh. you're like this is where my house is uh-huh. and this is where my workstation is oh my workstation mascot is like your pet yeah here's my he's my mascot freck freckles i don't know he's my cat that gives me inspiration to paint i'm, I'm quickly believing just social media is cancer I, I don't think i don't think we're supposed to be this connected with so many other people uh yeah because have you ever met somebody that on like in like person you meet someone you like them and you're mm-hmm. like oh this person's really cool mm-hmm. and then you log into Facebook and you're friends with them and mm-hmm. you start seeing their posts and you're like oh god yeah, this guy's this freaking is, crazy this person is mm-hmm. crazy yeah. or they're an attention whore or they're uh, what about the whiny complaining people oh wow. my god life's <laughs> not fair <laughs> I'm not lying there are some people that are somewhat famous in the Warhammer community and uh. I know them professionally through blogging or podcasting or whatever. I'm not going to name any names. But some of them are some whiny bitches. Mm. Like, they're completely different on their podcast or their article or whatever it is they have. And uh, But when when you get on their Facebook page and you, and you friend them, mm. they're like, my, my dog got out today and we took 20 minutes to find her. And, I mean, she's okay, but we were really worried. And I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah, like I don't like, care. This is not Facebook is not your private diary. No. Like and especially if you're gonna be whiny and bitchy and just oh my god. There's there's some people I have literally unfriended or unfollowed because all they do is look at me, look at me, feel bad for me. Mm-hmm. Yep, I hate that too. And like I said, don't do the I, I get I kid you not, it was the hobby station, right? Because it's 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 going outwards. First you show your miniatures, right? And then they zoomed out. Oh, here's my workstation where I work my miniatures. Here's my house. Here's my house. They're going to zoom out. Here's the state I live in that I do the hobby in. Oh, here's the the country that I'm in. Planet Earth right here. And here's Planet Earth. This is where I get all my... Dude, like, stop. Here's the car that I drive to go to my hobby station. (laughs) Like, where does it... Oh, that's what I should do. Here's a car. This is where I drive to get the home to my hobby station. (laughs) Take a picture of it. Oh, here's the house inside my hobby station. Yeah. Actually, that might be That'd good. That'd be a yeah. good one. Yeah, I might do that. You might see me on there. Or take a picture of the door to your hobby station. Here's the room. Like, this like, is here's the, the door. Outside to my hobby station. <laughs> it's really cool. I wish you guys could see it. But oh, my gosh. It's too cool for you to see. Or I'd take a picture of the hobby station. have like black bars on it so they can't see like it's censored. <laughs> like it's top secret. It's so secret. I don't want you guys seeing it, but yeah, I want you to see it too. It's really next level. Yeah. So if you want to see it, PM, uh, private message me. <laughs> private message And I'll, show, I'll give you pictures of it. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for being on, and I'm glad we had um, ourselves a little bitch fest. Yeah, I just, I, oh, I, I don't know what it is. I like it's being an attention whore. It is, That's but, what you don't like. like. I like the hobby, but I also hate people in the hobby. Like, you, ooh, just stop it. But once again, I guess they're enjoying themselves. I don't give a fuck. No, Ugh. no, no more. Don't do this. You're, you're, you're lame. <laughs> just, just stop. Now it's time for Real Talk with Pentcron. Hey, it's me, Pimpcron. That's me. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm Pimpcron. That's me. Mm-hmm. And Mick Storman. And Mick I'm not Storman gonna... the Mormon, huh? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not Mormon. Well, what if you were, though? If it was, it's okay because I'm Mormon. I could make fun of myself. Oh, but you know what? You wouldn't because Mormons shouldn't be lying. So then if you said just now that you're not a Mormon and you were... That would be a lie. Think about that. You've dug yourself into quite some hole. A Mormon hole. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't know where that came I know, from. You, but... you, don't, you, don't, yeah, you don't have to. All right. So uh, <laughs> so I got something that's been bothering me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been cleaning out my storage area for where I keep all my stuff, my shed, all my you know armies and all that stuff. Yeah. 
and I'm remodeling and whatnot. And I just started this really cool new project where, uh, I'm not going to get into the whole thing cause I'll probably explain it earlier in the podcast, but I am revamping all my Necron army because they're my very first army. Their paint jobs are kind of crappy and whatever. So I'm, I'm buying all new models and, and redoing it. But you're resurrecting them. Yes, I am. Oh, and uh, reanimating them oh. actually. So, so I'm just embarking on this thing, right? I've mm-hmm. sold a bunch of stuff so that I can afford it, and it's not coming out of my pocket for buying new models and stuff like that. Well, I'm I'm organizing my shed, and then I was like, oh, here's my soul blight army, my my bats over there, my my vargeists and bats, mm-hmm. and the models are painted, and the base is based. But I always paint the base, and the bases aren't painted. So the model's painted, and I glued rocks and stuff on there. Yeah. But I didn't finish it. (laughs) So you look over there, and those bats over there are like 80% finished. Mm -hmm. But they're not finished. Yeah. So then I open up another thing, and I'm like, uh, what else was it? Oh, my my spider army. I've got a spider army. And I open that up, and I'm like, oh, look, a lot of these are painted, but they're not finished. Okay, well, okay, whatever. So I put that box away. So that's two armies. Then I go into my Tomb Kings, and I find a whole box of stuff that is primed and not painted. I'm like, what? what is up with me? So then hmm. I, um, I open up this drawer, and I've got all this stuff that I've assembled, and I haven't primed. Haven't painted it. And I don't usually play with unpainted models, so I don't play with it either. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? It started. It actually started depressing me because I'm like, so often I start a project and I'm really excited about it, and then I get like 80 percent through, mm. and then my interest peters out. Mm. Does that ever happen to you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I have a theory though. Uh, a lot of people with dick cancer, they don't finish projects. Are you serious? Your dick might be falling off. I'm. I'm I better get it's a notorious. Check. Wow. No, but <laughs> yes, the same thing happens. It seems like it, even not non-hobby related, like drinking coffee, I'll never finish the last couple of drinks. I always dump it out. Or playing a video game. I'll get to the very end of the video game and just stop playing. I won't even finish it. I go up to like the last boss. I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I was like, I don't need to know the ending. <laughs> like, oh, I'm good. It's the weirdest thing. I do the same exact thing. And and I think for the, um, for the, the hobby things... I think what it is is that I think a lot of us have like an ADD sort of thing mm-hmm. where we get excited about a new project mm-hmm. and you start the new project and then halfway through that you think of another project and you're like, oh shit, I'd love yeah. to do that. Well, and then that, you jump ship. Isn't that a sign of creativity too? People that um, they never finish a project because they're always thinking something new to do. They can never focus on one project. So as soon as they're doing a the project, they're already like thinking about something else. It's like oh Michael uh, Michael uh, Michelangelo, not Michelangelo, um, Donatello, da Vinci, Raphael, or one. <laughs> no, the famous um... Splinter. <laughs> Don't be an ass. Venus um, de Milo. Do you get that one? Venus de Milo. No, who's that? Uh, they they resurrected. They had a live action Ninja Turtles show after the cartoon ended, uh-huh. and it had a female Ninja Turtle, and her name was Venus de Milo. Oh my goodness! You didn't know that? No, I did not know. Wow, that. I'm disappointed. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, the guy that did a painting of the Mona Lisa. Who was that again? Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just want to just punch you sometimes, dude. I swear. Uh, would you say Mona Lisa? Yeah, who pun- Leonardo da Vinci. I think. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. a lot of his artwork was never finished. Even Mona Lisa's not finished. Seriously? Yeah. So a lot of artwork. He's just so creative. He he did all these paintings. And he never finished them. I did not know that wasn't finished. Yep. Yeah. Not huh. finished. Well, that's interesting. Um, you know, it it does happen to me that way. Like when I'm writing my books or whatever, uh, like the Brutality mm-hmm. Rule Book or the Epic War Planner and all that. The Epic War Planner I worked on for like a solid six months and then took like six months off while I did other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and finished it because yeah, you get, I guess, burnt out. I think I think that's part of it. But I also think deep down psychologically, you know that it's going to come to an end and you had so much fun doing it. You just don't want it to end. I don't know. It's, it's a frustrating thing. So mm-hmm. now I'm debating on giving myself an ultimatum that if I can't. Unlo- OK, so I'm thinking about. Uh-huh. I can, I cannot start the new Necron mm-hmm. project until, until I have finished one or two other projects Old that projects. are almost done. Yeah. They're It'll, nearly done. It'll probably take one day if yeah. that. 
So um, you see in that tray over there, yeah. I've, I've got a whole squad of uh, uh, bat swarms, mm-hmm. and all I got to do is paint their base, oh, okay. and they're done. Yep. Like yeah, I, that could be done in no time. Why the hell did I not do that? Prior? Why aren't you doing it right now as we're talking? I should be actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? It sounds very speaking of that goals in life in general. People always always oh, you know fall short of my goal or they lose interest and yada yada yada. Life gets in the way, and it sounds so stupid. But have a your goals on a piece of paper. And you could look at it. You could post it on your freaking wall. <laughs> and you eat it, yes. <laughs> but it sounds, even like um, people are really into working out, they have a workout journal. Yeah. They have a record, like, hey, I got it. The last six months I've been lifting at 240. I need up it up to 250. Yeah. And then they they always have a, because if you don't have a reference, you, you always forget, like at a gym, I always forget what I lifted. Like, mm-hmm. what did I lift last week? Lifted 180, 190? I can't remember. Oh, I'll just do 180 then. In general, recording things does keep you, help you get on, on track. Like, you like, yeah, like stay document on track. everything. Yeah. Like, all right, I got this 80, 80% done. I got to finish it. It's here right in my face every single day, like a honeydew list. I got to get it done. I got to finish it. Now, I have seen some people online, they actually make spreadsheets of all their projects. Mm. And they've got, they've, they actually have it color coded. Uh-huh. And they'll say, like, 10 man squad of Necrons. And then they'll have a, a, a column like, for assembled uh-huh. a column for primed mm-hmm. a column for painted yeah. a column for based and they will literally they have charts that they show the progression yeah, like, of hey, what's... I, I'm, I'm finished and, and, yeah. and also it makes you feel like an accomplishment you, like you checked it off like oh, i got it done yeah nice i got this one done. so yeah. maybe that maybe that's something that you could do with your armies go around your 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 room here find all the things you're not done Put a percentage how much you need to complete it, and then check it off as you go. Yeah, something. Um, yeah, I really think so. And and part of you know part of the reason why I'm selling a lot of my Necron stuff and getting new is because the stuff that I have is not finished. Yeah, like it's like it's almost finished, but it's not <laughs> yeah. quite finished. And I'm like, fuck, why why am I doing this? Yeah, I'm sure a lot of you guys listening had the same issues because I just don't think it's us to do the same thing but a lot of people do the same exact thing um i've seen a lot of like memes online about like um uh like this cartoon person and there's a balloon that floats by and it says a new project uh-huh. and they're like oh and they grab it uh-huh. and then the next panel is like they grab another one oh wow and now uh-huh. they've got two balloons mm-hmm. and then by the end of it they've got like 12 balloons and they're chasing another balloon uh-huh. like is like but, really they focus on yeah. one thing yeah and it's hard like, like i think you're so excited and it's almost like a honeymoon phase the first, yeah. the first six days you're into it, then after that, like um, I'm ready to move on to something, something else. Yeah, it's the same, same thing. I, I think you just, you naturally lose interest to doing the same thing over and over again. I, I do feel like maybe a journal or that spreadsheet or something would help a lot mm. in in keeping you motivated. You see, look, I've only got twenty percent left. Like, just finish it. Like, and for me, I don't usually paint. Like these models are so almost painted that I have played with them. Yeah. But a lot of times I won't. You know, they're not painted. You, yeah. You want to be finished before you paint them. Well, maybe is there a special like like candy that you like that you could keep in here in your um? Room? I do not need any more candy. No, I'm just saying. Listen, <laughs> this is an example. It could be it could be a piece of broccoli. I, I need I need but something. But it should that's be an award based system. They say that every time you finish an army, you get to have <laughs> you get to shoot up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it makes yeah. you really want to finish. Like you get your reward yourself. So that's true. So what if you get yourself hooked on like a narcotic, right? I think part of the key of it would be recording it, keep a journal, whatever. And I don't know, because the problem is interest in a project like that is kind of like lightning in a bottle sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You gotta work on it when you feel like working on it. Yep. Or you won't. You just won't. Like, if you wait too long, you know, I might be really interested in this Necron project. Give me two weeks of holding off so I can finish other projects. Yeah. And then, oh, I don't feel like doing that one either. So it's like... I remember before, when I was trying, like, even to this day, I'm still trying to paint. But it it seems like there's something that always comes up. There's something. There's life in general or distractions. And I remember one time you told me, you said, just just paint. Just force yourself to do it, and you'd be surprised you get back into it mm-hmm. by just forcing yourself. And it does. When you, you start looking at your miniatures again, and like, oh, this is really cool. And um, then, then you just, it's maybe you just got to force that just, no matter what, force yourself. Like going to the gym. Like, I'm just going to go to the gym. And then when, when you're there, you like it. Like, oh, this is nice. I'm glad I forced myself to do it. Yeah. Maybe you just got to force it and have a recording of everything. So you can always reference what's not finished. And I don't know. I've mentioned it several times before, and you probably know about it, but there's a Facebook page called uh, One Hour a Night, uh-huh. and they say, look, you don't have to spend a ton of time on your hobby. 
do something one hour a night, whether mm-hmm. it's assembly or painting or, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's true. Think about it. Now this is going to sound cliche and we've always heard, all heard the thing, but then your paints. Well, no, no, <laughs> I was going to say, you know, they say that if you take a step every day, then uh-huh. 365 days later, yeah. you, 365 things are done. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it's true. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you get something, right. One page done, a day in a book, you have three yes. in one year, you have a whole novel done, which What's funny is, is I have a lot more with my, um, like I'm redoing the brutality rule book and I'm, I'm basically tripling the page count. It's uh-huh. going to be way bigger and all that. Um, I have the discipline to do that, mm-hmm. like to sit down and do this every single night. I work two or three hours on the rule book yeah. every single night, but I don't have the discipline to sit down and paint for a couple hours every you night. You know, what my like theory it's... behind it is maybe some hobbies are more difficult than others. See, I think writing's harder than painting. I don't know, but it's not. It's not. It's less concentration. I mean, yeah, you gotta think, but think about painting. You gotta like hold it, paint it. You gotta wait, have patience, let it dry, get this paint, do it just right. Oh, I messed up here. Gotta fix it. Writing, you just if you mess up, you just delete, 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 delete. Okay, type, 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 type. Like some hobbies, it's like whittling or carving, carving uh, ducks, like carving ducks or something like that. I do not. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, some people <laughs> might not want. You might not want to do that because it takes a lot. Of, effort to do that hobby like working on cars is a lot of effort versus maybe uh, maybe to your world mentally painting is a little bit hard more challenging than writing in a way i'm not saying that writing has, its, uh, think so, has its caveats i think probably what it is is i've been conditioned because every single week for five years uh-huh. i've had to sit down and write an article uh-huh. whether i felt like it or not yeah i had to write the article and now it's like, oh, just sit down and write. Yeah, that's the same. Maybe it's, <laughs> so, maybe it's easier for you now to do yeah. it. Then painting is kind of more of a, a challenge because you don't do a, a paint. You, do you do miniatures every week? No. Yeah. So maybe that's the reason why. It's not like a ingrained as in writing is. Also, admittedly, painting's not my favorite thing. I would much rather play. Play. So some people love, love painting, paint. mm-hmm. but I don't. Then you just dread it. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean,. And with anything else in, ge- in life in general, I mean, er- at some point, everyone gets burnt out. I don't care what it is. You get burnt out of doing something. It's true. But I don't like things sitting around half done. Like, yeah. It really bothers me. So I think while I'm waiting for all these bits to come in for this Necron project, it take two weeks or so for everything to come in. Yeah. Maybe I don't work on it for the next two weeks. And the next two weeks, I try very hard to finish some projects. Mm-hmm. Um, so like tonight, I'm going to bring those bat swarms in. I'm going to finish their base. Okay. Like, and that's that. There's a unit done. Yep. Like, um, you know, something I've really fallen off the wagon to, uh, like the final touch on a miniature, arguably, is the clear coat. Okay. So it doesn't yep. rub off. Yep. The problem is we live in such a humid area that it's really tricky to get a time where your clear coat's not going to frost up. Yeah. Because of the humidity. So that's another thing that I have really fallen off the wagon on is most of my armies are not clear coated. And the problem is, you know, over time they get banged up, they get scratched mm, yeah. and all that. And that, that kind of sucks. It's like you need a climate controlled room to do this stuff in. But like with a fume hood. Yeah. Like with mm. something to suck, suck the air the out. Yeah. out. I ought to put one in here. That would be good. Make a box yeah. and have like a bathroom fan that vents outside. Yeah, yeah. you have like a small, like a desk with a, the box in it, like a yeah. vacuum chamber. and just That'd be pretty cool, actually. Up, spray it and then you're good to go. Priming, I don't run into much issue. I can prime pretty much year round, mm-hmm. and as long as it's not like actively raining, mm-hmm. everything's fine. But the um, the clear coat, I think, is more finicky than yeah. than primer is. So, and also, you don't want to paint a whole freaking model and then mess up the clear coat. Yeah, that would like, be that's, like that's oh. the thing that'll piss you off quickly. Yes. So, in a previous episode, we've discussed uh, ways to beat the hobby slump, and I think it was like a year ago. And I need to start doing some of that stuff because I find it's one of these things that creeps up on you. Like you don't realize you have so many projects unfinished yeah. until you start cleaning up like a, a room like this. And you're like, oh, shit, like I got so much to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I think I think that's what I need to do. So one of the things we said on Beating the Hobby Slump is that um, you need to plan to play an army. Yep. And at least for me, this works. I'm going to play my Soul Blight, my vampires this week, right? So this week to get excited about my vampires, I'm going to paint those army, those units. Because knowing that I'm going to play them this week is going to make me excited to paint those models and then play with painted models. So that's one way to, uh, yeah, pretty much the whole army is not completely finished. But You know, one thing I thought of too that you could do, um, just like working out, always do it with a partner. It makes it more, it makes you more want to do it 
That's that is the truth. Like, hey, you gotta paint. Say, hey man, invite, invite some over. Just say, hey, come paint with me, so I could be in the mood to do it. You know, maybe that helps. Well, you just talked yourself into that. You want to come over and paint sometime? Sure. Yes, I wouldn't mind doing that. Okay, um, because it's the truth. It, it's much more. I mean, a lot of times, like we paint, we have paint parties for Shorehammer. Yeah. But we've never really. I think maybe one time we've had a paint party just, just to chill own, and just for your own hobby, paint your own models. Hobby, yeah. yeah. Um. And a lot of times you put radio on or whatever and you just order food out. And yeah. just chill. And then maybe you might get pointers. You might learn things that, oh, crap, I never thought I could paint like that. It might be inspiration well, to paint better, too. If you have Bliggity Blam Steve there, mm-hmm. he's a very good painter. Yeah. I mean, he's very, very good. It's just that he doesn't paint that often. Mm-hmm. But uh, if, if he's there, then you know that, uh, that you can actually get some information from him that would be helpful. So... Anyway, thank you for being on. Um, I'm afraid we don't have a complete conclusion. This is more of just uh, me griping about it and being frustrated with myself, and hopefully people can empathize. So, All right, later. See ya. Oh, hey, well, guys, uh, didn't notice you there. This is a special bonus segment of the Pimpcron Warhammer podcast because now that uh, Mick Storman left literally like five hours ago and we've done recording and all that, I have discovered a new way that I am interested in trying to organize my entire life, including fitness, weight loss, diet, and, and, and the hobby. And what exactly am I talking about here? Well, it is something that I have just recently discovered, and maybe some of you already know about it, but it is called a bullet journal. And no, this is not some sort of product placement. No, I am not being paid or told to say this by anybody. I really did just stumble upon it, because as you just heard in our conversation, I was saying... I kind of wish I could get organized. I kind of wish I could, you know, like, I don't know, finish projects and track progress of them. And and this is not some sort of, you know, New Year's resolution BS, because I really don't believe that those things work. I really don't think New Year's resolutions. I know that when I go about a diet or a New Year's resolution or whatever, you are starting with the completely wrong mindset. And what I mean by that is that, like, for instance, you say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to start a diet, okay? And then you pick out or you eat whatever you want, and then you might start the diet the following day, but you, you know, probably won't stick with it and blah, blah, blah. Well, I have, you know, learned in my life, at least this works for me, is that if I go, you know what, tomorrow I've decided I'm going to start a diet. Then I go, well, why not tonight? Why not this afternoon? Why not today? I don't care if it's 9 a.m. I don't care if it's 9 p.m. Start it right now. If you're serious about it, do it now. You know, there's no reason tomorrow is just another another revolution of the earth. And why? Like, what is the, what is so special about tomorrow? What it is is you don't feel like doing it. You're not committed to it. And you're probably not going to stick to it. So... This is not me making a New Year's resolution. This is me. Actually, I'm following my own words. I literally just found out about this tonight, and I think it's neat. It might be a little gimmicky, but it seems easy to maintain, and I want to track my progress and see what's going on. So, this is called a bullet journal, and essentially there's many different variants of it, but if you don't know what a bullet journal is, like I did not just know... Um, this is from its Wikipedia and it's, uh, you could just make them like I just made one on Excel and printed it out. I mean, you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to do literally anything, but, um, a bullet journal is a method of personal organization and it was developed by designer Ryder Carroll. The system organizes scheduling reminders to do lists, brainstorming and other organizational tasks in a single notebook. The name bullet journal comes from the use of abbreviated bullet points to log information. So, essentially there's many many different ways to do bullet journals but it is a good way to show progress track progress on stuff so you make a grid and i did mine for the month so it's numbered down the y-axis the 1 through 31 of course you know uh this is airing on the 13th and i'm starting this on the 12th so starting on the 12th I hung this up in my bathroom next to my sink because I brush my teeth before bed. And that's not a brag. That's just, I don't know why I said that like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, you know, at the end of the day, regardless of what happens, I know I will end up at that sink in my bathroom. I just know that, right? 
So I um, hung that up there with a pen, and I made several different columns, and each one is going to be colored in every day at the end of the day if I kept to whatever that thing is. So for instance, um, one of them, one of the columns is called Hobby, right? Did I do something for fun? Did I work on the Brutality Skirmish role game, War Game? Did I paint some models? Did I whatever? And uh, I haven't done it yet, but when I edit this later on tonight, I will be doing it. Um, I'll be painting models while I edit this. So, because remember, I have to listen to this whole show again, okay? So, I will be filling that in, and I will get a pat on the back for that. I will pat myself vigorously on the back for that. Now, then I also say, did I exercise today? How many steps did I walk? Did I at least walk, you know, 6,000 steps or whatever? And, um, you know, set goals for yourself every single day. Did I track all my calories in like my fitness pal or something like that? And did I, uh, did I, you know, meet my goals? Did I stay under 1800 calories or whatever? And, um, each day those things are going to be tracked. Now, of course you could do the, the carrot and, you know, the bait and the carrot trick where, Hey, every, I don't know, 20 boxes that get filled in, then I can go buy myself something for Warhammer or whatever. I don't plan to do that. But the point is, is I think I will feel guilty if I brush my teeth one night and I look over at that chart and it's time to fill it in. And I go, oh, I did no hobby. I did not watch my, you know, calorie intake. I did not exercise. I did not blah, blah, blah. And, you know, if you miss that for a couple days, then you're probably going to start feeling guilty and hopefully you will go, okay, well, let me hurry up and just do this. Let me do some push-ups or something to get some exercise in before bed. And um, hopefully that will work out. Uh, another column of it is, uh, you know, did I finish a project today or work on finishing a project? And that is going to be a separate column from hobby, believe it or not, because you know, obviously, if I'm working on an unfinished project, I'm hobbying. But I specifically want to track when I work on a unfinished project. And that is one of the things that I spoke about, obviously, in this segment. So I, uh, I'm very excited about this. Uh, bullet journals come in a million different variations. You can apparently order stuff on Etsy. People make bullet journals. There's all sorts of color grids. There's journals for your mood, like uh, these charts and you color them different colors like blue for depressed, you know, red for angry, yellow for happy, blah, blah, blah. And you actually make this really pretty mosaic. They have ones that um, obviously it's 12 columns and 31 rows and you color it and you can actually make this like little tiled mosaic of how you felt that year. And that seems pretty cool, actually. Uh but uh, still, it seems a little more in-depth. But the point of this is to try and track your progress on what you're doing, try to organize yourself a little better, and make it very, very easy to maintain, okay? If you did the thing, you fill in the square, and that's it. If you didn't do the thing, your square is empty, and that's it. You know, whereas like a real journal, like you have to write in, you're like, oh, today I uh, stepped on a butterfly, or whatever, it's takes way more time than to just scratch in a square. So I'm pretty excited about it. I'm starting it tonight and I suggest you do the same thing. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till whenever. Start it now if you're going to do it. It takes five minutes. Find a free bullet journal to print out on fa on uh, online and just do it. There's also a couple of different variations, but if you go to the, w the Wikipedia page, you'll see all kinds of different variations to it. And, uh, seems pretty cool. I'm very excited about it. And I will keep you tuned in to, uh, how I am doing if I keep up with it. 